What up, everybody? This is your boy B Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first time listener, I appreciate you very much for giving my show a try. And if anybody referred you to me and you're in that vicinity, give them a crisp high five. But if you're not in that vicinity, you know, send them a DM through your favorite social media uh, app of choice, Snapchat, which everybody seems to be on nowadays since they got the fucking swap your gender face filter bullshit going on or whatever. So you want to see how you look like a girl or a dude and vice versa and whatever the fuck. Now, I think now they even got it to where you can look at yourself as a little itty bitty kid and shit. What happened to your fucking photos? You want to see how you look as a kid? Go look at your damn photo album. But I digress. Anyway, uh, as uh, keeping in traditions of this show, um, I have another guest that I've pulled from the ether of the Internet at random. And um, let me give you a little backstory on how this even came to be. All those of you who listen to the show uh, may know that I'm a fan of professional wrestling. And um, I think what a couple weeks back or however long it was ago, um, there was a, a a little thing going around to where this uh, independent wrestler, I guess he would carry around this uh, metal briefcase type looking deal or whatnot. And he had his uh, his shit airbrushed on it or whatever. And I guess um, circumstances happened at the show and a guy was getting into character too goddamn much and thought it would be a good idea to smash homeboy personal property um, during the show. You know, as a part of the gimmick and whatnot. So I thought that was pretty fucked up. He tweeted the shit out, had pictures of it. And um, from out of the Internet emerged this one individual that offered to uh, respray paint your man's uh, briefcase and whatnot. And uh, I was just like, oh, that's mighty nice of him. Now, I look down and I look at the uh, the freaking profile picture and the hashed the freaking uh, account name of Leatherneck underscore 0481. And I was like, that's a goddamn Marine. So I had to dig into the profile and this person amongst many other things, a Marine first and foremost, but is a video game streamer, which I would look through his Twitch shit and this motherfucker had a video where he's fucking Twitch streaming for goddamn six hours and some odd minutes straight. And then He's a tattoo artist and he's a digital artist and he fucking airbrushed some shit, obviously, because I just told you the story about how he offered to airbrush the guy uh, a briefcase. And he's a freaking 3D modeler and shit. So he's technical with the goddamn computer skills and whatnot. So my guest hanging out with me on this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob, fellow Marine, Devil Dog, Roof Roof, Oorah and all that other shit, uh, David Bokey. A.K. Leatherneck underscore 0481. How are you, sir? Hey, what's up, Rob? Superfy, man. Superfy. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good, man. So, so that's how you found me. Exactly. That's how I found you. <laughs> All right. You know, I I think it took me like a week to put it together. I was like, maybe this is how he found me. You know, and I was totally serious, too. If he wants me to airbrush his stuff, he can send me his case. He hasn't DM'd me yet, but I was totally serious. 
Yeah, that that seemed like um almost a craft with like, oh, he broke my shit, man. Look how much of an asshole he is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know goddamn, I, just, I know goddamn where a motherfucker offered me to spray paint my shit or whatever. I'd be like, here. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm not. I'm not trying to put any on blast, anyone on blast or anything. But I just seen the the quality of the paint job, and I was like, you know what? I could do skulls is like my thing for <laughs> yeah, one can, thing. Yeah, I can tell. And I've been doing, you know, I've been airbrushed for 25 years. I, you know, I was like, I could make that look, look awesome. I can make that shit look badass. Is that, but, is that like a common thing or whatever you see people? I mean, I know I do it on occasion or whatever. I, I, I do. I, I believe I, I do. have some skill in some areas of art and whatnot. And I see some shit. And I'm like, yeah, I think I can do way better than that. Do you often come to that conclusion often? I do. I see like uh, I'll be out riding around and see someone's car with like a super bad realistic flame paint job. And that <laughs> just makes me cringe, man. You can't help it. Not so. What came first, the the tattooing or the airbrush? Airbrushing. Um, I've been an artist all my life. I was that kid that, you know, pissed everyone off and won the bus safety contest in kindergarten. That was me. <laughs> But yeah, I started, uh, I dabbled with airbrushing in high school. Um, I was actually up at the PX and uh, this lady had her, her booth out there in front of the PX. And you know, I just started talking to her. And next thing you know, she's calling me up and I'm working for her. <laughs> so it was cool. Yeah. So, so uh, like, I, I'm tell you how, mu- how much of a Marine I am when you said the lady was out there with her booth in like, I just heard the pronunciation of the B and I thought you were about to say boobs. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so I mean, she just kind of wrangled you into the fold and whatnot and had you doing all the work, but she just sat back and drunk mojitos and shit, right? No, 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 no. She worked too. She would work a different booth, um, like at the same time. Okay. And my, my first gig was she had me set up and this is so weird and I don't even know how she got these gigs, but, um, she was actually had a booth that she would set up inside a Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like inside those. different Walmarts. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's, that's where I was. I, and they would set us up like right next to clothing. I don't, you know, weren't they afraid of paint getting all over the place or, I don't know. Cause it does happen. Yeah. No, I, I mean, that, that's weird that you bring that up. Cause like, I remember many moons ago, um, when they had the photo labs in the Walmart or whatever, where you go in there and, um, schedule your photos and whatnot. And, um, they had an airbrush booth there in, um, side of that Walmart that we was going to take the pictures, me and my kids. And I was looking around Walmart to find, you know, us like a little, maybe a matching outfit or some shit that we could wear to take these photos in. And I seen the airbrush booth there. And I got them the airbrush of some shirts and we took pictures in the airbrush shirts inside the Walmart at the photo lab. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I've never I've never seen that before. Was it like a like a storefront? You know how they had those um, little stores up front? Well, no, nah, it was just like how you said it was like right in front of all the clothes stuff. They had like a little like a mall kiosk booth thing like did you see in the middle of a mall. Something like that. Yeah. A little roller joint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I've never seen that before I started working for her. I just thought it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then they moved us out front. And then um, she also worked all the big fairs. It was in uh, Southern California. So we did like the Orange County and the Del Mar Fair, which was super lucrative. I mean, 
you wouldn't think of airbrushing t-shirts as making a lot of money, especially if you're just like one of the artists. Cause, um, the way it worked is I only got a percentage of the artwork and mm-hmm. that's pretty much it, but she's pretty generous with it. So I got like 50% of the artwork. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. Working 14 hour days. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. damn. That's a lot of, you don't get hand cramps spraying a little thing and whatnot. Nah, man, you get used to it. Matter of fact, my, my feet, my legs didn't even bother me. I was young back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you claim it on your disability now? <laughs> <laughs> I try to. I try to claim everything. Yeah. Well, are you still in or are you out? No, I've been out, man, a long time. Okay. I I think I've been out before you even went in. Okay. Do tell. When? Uh, I got out in 90. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Way, yeah. way, way ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, what, uh, freshman? I was a junior, I think. 98 no i was sophomore 98 <laughs> <laughs> see that's i always pick on my wife about that too because she was uh she was in the army ah same with my and, wife uh, yeah i was like yeah she was firing you know patriot missiles and desert storm and i was doing my math homework as, as a sophomore yeah <laughs> watching it on the news you know yeah, that's that's kind of the same with me because my wife is a couple of years older than me. So I was just like, yeah, I mean, when I was in high school, you was already damn in your military career and, you know, ha- having your whole life set up and whatnot. While well, I was just worried about what I was going to eat in the lunch line and shit. <laughs> so check this out. Before you even contacted me, I, I'm going to confess that I really didn't know anything about podcasts, man. Word. Okay. That's yeah. I, I had no clue what they were. Like I, I heard pot, you know, the name podcast. Yeah, you yeah. were like, yeah, I, I check out this podcast, whatever. I really didn't know what happens in podcasts. So, you know, you kind of like pop my podcast cherry. Yay. So, I win. Is. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not the big green weenie, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I was checking out, you know, I started listening to all your pop- podcasts because I wanted to know what I was going to get into. Mm-hmm. And now I've moved, you know, I listen to you and several other podcasts now is, uh, you know, my job allows me to <clears throat> listen to music and stuff while I'm working. So, you know, you can only listen to your playlist for so many months in a row before you start going crazy. Yeah. And I can understand that, man, because like it's to the point now to where I don't even listen to the radio in the car anymore because what it was is just like, all right. You know how it is. You commuting or you driving somewhere and you hear the right. same songs on rotation throughout the whole goddamn day from the time you go to work in the morning to the time you come back home in the evening. Yeah, so, all three of them. Yeah. So then from there, I went to uh, my phone or my, my pod, fucking my iPod or whatever, and I would just listen to all the songs that I've downloaded that I liked. And then just like you said, you can only listen to the same shit so much. And then when I found podcasting, that was a wrap for me. I, as soon as I get in the car, I just wait for the shit to start up and I play a podcast and I just listen to different podcasts while I'm making my commute or going on a trip somewhere or whatever the case may be. I don't even listen to the radio or music anymore as much anymore. Yeah, I'm getting like that, too. On the last couple of days, it's been just podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they're new to you. It's just like, oh, what is this new toy that I have? Right. Now, so, I mean, all right, you obviously said that you're listening to me, so I appreciate you. And 
since you know like in the intro says I will give you a crisp high five but we're not in the vicinity of each other because I recommended you to me <laughs> right right but um what what have you been diving into since you you know discovered this new medium to you anyway I jumped into some uh, Joe Rogan oh no he did it <laughs> Yeah, that was like the first one. Yeah, after you, I went straight to Joe Rogan. Well, I'm I'm glad Joe Rogan is your second best. <laughs> and uh, I just I just ran into I just looked up one today. It was uh, second one I looked at in this subject, but uh, the first one was pretty good. But I, I like this one a lot better. It's uh it's called Two Girls in One Ghost. I think I've heard of it, but I never looked into it. So, so what, and what you getting from I, it? I went all the way back to their first episode. Mm-hmm. Oh God, have you? Did you go back to when my first episode? Stumbling through it, you know. So did you go back to my first episode? Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I listen to. <laughs> you know, I try to listen to everything. Oh man, you, well, you got 170 some episodes if you're trying to listen to my whole catalog. There's only one other person that has done it, other than me, and that's uh my man Nick Lovers over there. Shout out to you, homeboy. He listened to all 170 some episodes. I think I listened to your first one and then I scrolled forward. Yeah, please. To your, like your last uh, maybe 10, Damn. 10 or 11. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot. I appreciate that. And that was like all in one day, too. Whoa. Yeah. You, you know, you I have an eight hour day, so. <laughs> OK, yeah, yeah. I, got I understand better now. <laughs> Well, sir, I am glad that I've got you through your work day. <laughs> oh, yeah. My work is so boring, too. Oh, well, boring. what's your, what what you doing, if you don't mind? I'm just going to say that I work for the Department of Treasury. Oh, well, I appreciate you because I get a check from them every month. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. I work for the IRS. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you work for the bad side. <laughs> yeah. I work for the man. You work, work for the man. <laughs> God damn. Hold on. I can't say too much now. I don't want my my podcast get audited or nothing <laughs> but yeah i mean so what what hold on we, we kind of jumping all over the place and I, I i am i welcome you to the world of a uh, podcast and whatnot but um devil dog how do we even get take that step into the, the realm of the marine corps into the marine corps uh well, it was either that or I was going to try to walk on the uh, oh, MSU thought, football team. Man, I thought you were about to say either that or go to jail. <laughs> no, no, no kids, no jail time for me. Sweet. It's all right. Yeah, I was just, uh, you know, I grew up in a small town in Michigan and just knew I didn't want to end up there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I was in the late the delayed entry program like um, a year and a half. And um, I was ready to go, man. Two weeks after graduation, I was on that plane. Yeah, oh yeah, I did the same thing. I was in delayed entry for about a year as well. And because um, I was 17 and you know, you gotta have a adult to sign. And I was like, uh, either you sign it now or when I turn 18, I'm gonna do it anyway. So <laughs> I got that yeah. done, had to wait. And then uh, as soon as I walked across the stage, I walked across the flight line, I was on the plane, I was gone. <laughs> Yeah, and I, you know, probably too many drugs back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, mostly weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. Nothing yeah. else. Yes. That's not even a drug. That's just like. Oh, yeah, it's true. You, you talking about drugs. You talking about blow and all this other shit. But anyway, how far are you from Grand Rapids? 
from Grand Rapids. I grew up in Eaton Rapids. I don't even know which what is, is. <laughs> which is close to Lansing. Which kind of. I don't know where that is. Either. You don't know where Lansing is. Um, How far see. is it from Detroit? <laughs> it's about two hours north. Okay. <laughs> no, it's funny that you you're from Michigan. And the guy that I mentioned just a little while ago, Nick, uh, who said he listened to all the episodes, he is from Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's why I, it, Michigan people putting it down for the uh, for the show, man. I appreciate y'all a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was either the football or the um, Marine Corps and whatnot. I got a kid in here trying to hug me. Night, night. And um, so you chose the, the cream corn. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, so. Did you pick your job or was you given it? I was given it. Yeah. What What did you uh, originally want to go in for? Whatever they gave me. Oh, okay. Well, very well. You got what you wanted then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you just like, well, fuck it. It's a job, huh? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how I, I feel wholeheartedly. I mean, maybe you have a different opinion, but like if you are coming out of high school and you don't have any ambition in uh, going to school or whatever. You don't have a clear defined plan of what you want to do. I, I would recommend any branch of the military for you. What would what, you say about that? Definitely. That's kind of like what it was. Um, I didn't know if I was going to make it, you know, in football. I had played 10 years. I played ever since fourth grade all the way through high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to try to maybe walk on the MSU football team. But, you know, who knows where it was going to go from then. I was like 150 pounds. So I was like, I'm probably not going to make it. Um, and beyond that, I really didn't have any direction. I have a hard time staying on direction now. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I'm just kind of like floating. It's like, you know, hobby ADD. And I, I, was, I was freaking sympathize. Um, the only thing that's really been consistent in my life for the past three years is this podcast you know i i I have that same thing to where you know i pick up something and i'm like oh this is cool let me get into this and then like a couple weeks later i'm like "Eh, not so much into it anymore but this podcast has been keeping me going for the past three years and i thoroughly enjoyed it because i keep running into random people like you sir (laughs) (laughs) nice well i'm glad you found something you enjoy man yeah yeah so, I mean, now that you're discovering, maybe this can be something that you can put into your ADD bag. <laughs> yeah, it's that's funny because I was thinking, wow, maybe I could do that. I don't know what I would do, though. Well, I mean, you kind of do that now with your um, your streaming and whatnot. But, yeah, kind of, kind of. Which I mean, you're just doing it with um, video and all that stuff. I mean, you have guests from what I've seen, the little bit that I've watched and whatnot. So, I mean, you have the the platform. I mean, you have the structure kind of. I mean, you just got to kind of wrangle it around in another way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny because I think it was like maybe two days before you sent me a message. I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to get into voiceover. Oh, yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. I was like, I could really get into voiceover. But, you know, that's what I say about everything that I get an idea that I want to do. <laughs> but I want to do everything. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, you try to do something like you move over to this area and then you start lacking in that other area. Exactly. And it drives me nuts, man. Jack of all trade, master of none. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um, how long did you stay in? I did my four, okay. four active, four inactive. Matter of fact, I got my honorable discharge uh, in the mail three weeks before 9-11. Oh, sweet. 
I was at work during that 11. <laughs> Man, I was, I, I remember that day as I, I was getting ready to go to my college class, me and my wife actually. And, uh, seen it on the news. Yeah. Well, Got the day off. Shit. I was in Camp Lejeune hiding under a truck. <laughs> pretending to work <laughs> and they got us all in formation told us what was going on and I was just like oh well I'm gonna die now <laughs> if it wouldn't have been for me being married already I probably would have went back in well so you saying the old lady holding you back <laughs> it's not not that she would hold me back um, I, I told myself I wasn't gonna get married until I got out mm-hmm Cause I just know how it, you know, I know how it goes Yeah, and it's rough. So, I mean, it was like, as soon as I got out, we got married and then, you know, that happens and it's just, I, I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Not being married already. Yeah. I kind of, I don't know. I've, I've, I've done, uh, I'm a two time felon as far as the marriage goes. So I don't know how I would feel about it if I went about it that route. I mean, I know I would be a whole bag for show. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like where I'm at and all the shit that I've been through in the past or whatnot led me to this point. So exactly. You know, so I just got to take it for what it is. Matter of fact, I'll be celebrating my 21st anniversary next week. Well, goddamn, Congratulations. Thank you. Might have to send you some stickers or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, tw- 21 years. I, well, I'm, I'm rounding up on uh we've been together 12 and uh we've been married 11. So, yeah, I'm I'm rounding up on that. But what's what's it been like, man? 21 years, man? I barely remember half of it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We so much alike. I like you a lot. <laughs> Yeah, man. I can't remember nothing. <laughs> yeah, man. and it's crazy because my wife got this fucking, she remember all the details and shit. Like, she she would often ask me, you know, just on the whim, you remember the first time we met, like, in person? And I was like, yeah, you was fine as fuck. I mean, you still is, but in that moment, you was <laughs> extra fine as fuck. I mean, not saying that you're not, you know, I'm, I'm sidestepping, I'm dancing all around. <laughs> right, right. And I was just like, and she's like, yeah, I remember you came over, you had this on, this on, this on. And I was looking at your feet and I was like, you got some big old feet. And, I was just, and she was just telling me all the details of the day. And I was just like, I don't remember none of that shit. <laughs> yeah, me and my wife could be talking about something and I, I'll be like, babe, that just happened like two weeks ago. Or she'd be like, that was six months ago. And I'm like, really? For real? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, me, see, now is now. It's starting to flip around on us or whatever now with more recent events because um she'll ask me about something i was just like i told you that last week she's like no you didn't and i was like yeah you were sitting right there i was standing right here you asked me about this and i told you this and you was like okay so i mean what what the issue is and then a, a more even more recent example we go on take a trip over the weekend so she had she set the account up to buy the tickets and all the other stuff and she forwarded me the email the itinerary so i would have it too so the other day you know we coming up on the trip she's like did i forward you the um, stuff for the trip i was like yeah she's like are you sure i thought you did that i was like no i have it right here it came from your email that you sent (laughs) 
Man, I got a really messed up story I got to tell, though. Oh, tell it. <laughs> okay, so, you know, my wife was in Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. So, she she does have PTSD. So, you know, she's got a duffel bag full of medication she has to take every day. Yeah, that sucks. A lot of it's for sleeping. And um, I get to I get to mess with her every now and then when she, you know, gets a medicine that gets changed for sleeping, which, you know, will make her, like, sleepwalk and stuff oh, so i had to no. lock the door because she fell down the stairs one night oh that's it's horrible yeah but anyways uh my mother-in-law makes the best pound cake right and uh one time we were over at their house they gave us a couple pieces she gave us a couple pieces of pound cake to take home with us and you know i came home and i ate my piece and <laughs> so hers was still there in the bag <laughs> <laughs> i already know this is going <laughs> So, uh, you know, the night goes on and I, I catch her in the kitchen getting ready to get that piece of uh, pound cake. And I'm like, babe, what are you doing? Oh, I'm about to eat my cake. I said, no, 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 no. That's my piece. You ate yours earlier. She's like, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I said, yeah. She was really messed up. But then I was like, no, baby, go ahead. That was yours. Oh, man. You d- you didn't have a hard to go through with it. No, I, I couldn't go through with it. <laughs> Man, I did the same thing um, the other day because, like, um, she she's on this diet kick or whatever. So um, she's been kind of refraining from eating all the snacks and cakes and all the other stuff like she normally did. So she had um, a Snicker or some shit sitting on the counter. And <laughs> I went there. I seen it. And I was like, hmm, I don't think she's going to need this. So I took it to work with me. I ate that motherfucker. So like hours later, I'm at work. I done forgot I done did the shit. And now she texts me, you eat my snicker? It's like, no. Why would I do that? That that wasn't for me. Why would I do such a thing? And then I just like, you don't remember you ate it the other day? The other day? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm positive. And then I bought her another one when I left from work. <laughs> Yeah, my my wife she keeps a a goodie bag oh, on the man. side of her bed. I just a find- big like a big, you know, one of those big um, paper bags. I just found a new one. She she move a stash around on me. She got she got she got two stashes. She got um one that's visible is in the top of the closet. You know, I see it when I walk in the closet. I know it's there. Then she got a, a her stash to where she dag on. Tuck it away and hide it somewhere to where I can't get her good stuff. You know, I can just have all that, that garbage shit that she got in the top of the closet but while she keep the damn good shit close to her chest and whatnot. I called her one day. I was um she was getting ready for work and I just happened to walk in the room and she was just like you trying to hurry up and push it away <laughs> that shit. And I was like, You motherfucker. Yeah, my wife, uh, she keeps hers on the, the side of the bed and um, you know, I once in a while, I, I want a piece of chocolate or something, and, you know, I'll be and, – and she always wakes up when, um, you know, upside down in the bag, feet dangling out the top, mm-hmm. digging through everything she has, and she's like, get out of my candy. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what she sounds like when she's mad. No, not really. But, yeah, she does – uh. She catches me every now and then. Yeah, yeah. You just gonna gloss over that. That shit scared the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, man. Hey, man. I look talking about that podcast earlier. You should check it out. It's really good. 
the the two girls, one ghost. Yeah. Oh, so the, it's really good. One, and um this one. I've grown up with a lot of that kind of stuff too, so what ghosts? Oh yeah. Oh, so you believe. Oh yeah, I do. Oh, oh okay. Well, I mean I, I can't say I just I don't believe because it's, it's one of the things to where, you know, I ain't see the shit and it ain't happened to me. So I don't right. have nothing to go on, you know. Right. But if a right, motherfucker right. goes Ooh, up in this bitch, I'm like, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Me and my wife both. I mean, we went to this hotel. Um, Spent the night in a hotel and it was a suite. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the next day. Well, I woke up in the middle of the night. And the first thought in my head was, I know someone's not in here trying to take our stuff. Mm. And I and I sit up and I look over and there's a shadow standing in the middle of the kitchen area. Mm. And there's like emanating a blue light everywhere. But there's no like light. You know, you can't see a physical light. Just it's lit up. You know, it's casting light on everything. Yeah. And for some reason, I laid back down, went back to sleep. Yeah. Because I, so I, I was like, I'm tripping. I'm asleep, going, right. Yeah. yeah, I'm tripping. <laughs> We're packing the next morning, and my wife is like, "Um, there was something in here last night." I was like, "Oh, was it a shadow standing in the middle of the kitchen, emanating a blue light?" And she looked at me weird and said, "Yeah." And I said, "Yeah, I seen it too." Oh man, <laughs> fuck that noise! Yeah, it was crazy. You know, you know, I don't you know, like. I said, I don't have nothing to go on, so I don't really believe in it per se. But like, I often, you know, spook myself. You know, just like I would come uh, down the stairs in the dark after I'm doing a finish with a podcast or whatever. You know, everybody's sleep is quiet as fuck. And I was like, man, what if I came around this corner of these stairs into the kitchen? And it's just like some gangly demon motherfucker just in the kitchen looking through my refrigerator and shit. I was like, what the fuck would I do in this instance? First of all, if everybody's sleeping, they're going to stay asleep because I'm going to be gone. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I've been dealing with stuff since I was like nine, man. My my sister got possessed. What? She almost killed me. That's not oh shit. Um yeah, she held, held a butcher knife to my throat. Well see, yeah, now you have a reason to believe certain things then. <laughs> uh and you know, something's happened in every apartment we've lived in uh since we got married. Nothing really we just moved to Austin like maybe four years ago. Yeah, I was gonna and, I was gonna say I was gonna go up to Austin, maybe visit and hang out some, but I ain't going up there now. You can No just, no man. Keep Look, all that you come up here shit and hang yourself. out. We're gonna go do some karaoke. Oh, I don't know about that. I only did that one time. <laughs> well you don't have to karaoke. You can drink. Oh well yeah, I could do that. I'm I'm a pro at that. I know you can. You're a Marine. <laughs> I got I mean that's one of uh, my McMac tabs. On my belt, <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh man, that man. You got some Emily Rose shit. No man, some- you don't understand. I had something happen while I was streaming. Right, I have okay. So the office I'm sitting in, um, I have double doors behind me, mm-hmm. and it's next to the front door. Yeah, and I have Chihuahuas, and they usually like a couple of them like have a bed underneath my desk, and they just lay there. Usually. So nobody was here. And sometimes when my wife is out and about, she'll forget something, come home, run upstairs, get it and leave. Right. Yeah. So I'm sitting here streaming and I hear the door. The dogs start barking like usual and they run out there and follow something down the hallway. 
Now, when I heard the door, I looked back and seen someone go by the door out of the corner of my eye. Mm. I was fully expecting within 10 minutes for my wife to come in and say, hey, blah, blah, blah. I stopped to pick this up, whatever. I'm out. 10 minutes go by. Nothing. I go out in the hallway. I tell the stream, wait a minute. Go out in the hallway and I look. Door's still locked. Hmm. I go upstairs. Nobody's here. Hmm. My dog's standing in the hallway. Well, one of them looking around like, what the hell just happened? You know, he's like, I know I seen somebody. Where'd they go? Nobody, man. Nobody. So I stopped the stream so it would uh, make the video. So and I rewound the stream and watched it with my with my viewers on stream so we could see if we seen anything. Because mm. my door is completely open, you know, and we didn't see anything. My dog seen it. I seen it. I don't know. Uh, man, you what's that shit? Uh, the Conjuring. Motherfuckers, uh, they don't want to leave you alone. They they following you everywhere you go. <laughs> Beyond that, it's been really quiet here. Yeah, man. I, I don't I don't know how to process this right now. I was not expecting none of this. I thought we was gonna talk about some amphibious landings and goddamn barracks parties and shit. Whatever we talking about, goddamn entities and shit. Oh hey, we've had some barracks party. Look. One of my friends, you know, I was on my way out to the party. It's, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay, this was in Okinawa. Oh, yeah. On a Saturday. I'm on my way out to the party, and uh, here comes my friend. Got an arm around each, each side around people. They're carrying back up to the room. Puke all down the front. It's just 10 o'clock in the morning. Of course. That's how we get down. I don't know, man. I was, I was just on my way out there. <laughs> You know, you got a pregame before you go. So, I mean, I heard they were out there funneling tequila, though, and that'll get you every time. Yeah. I mean, what did depending on which area they was funneling it to, you know, how some of them like to butt chug now. (laughs) No, no. No, I doubt if they're doing that outside. Yeah. Oh, shit. I would not doubt if they were either. (laughs) Well, they are. Yeah. Well, they are crazy. (laughs) Exactly. But um, the streaming aspect of everything, uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about it earlier and whatnot. But like, what what got you into that? It, it seems like a very popular thing to do now. I mean, have you just recently got into it, or is it something that you've been doing for a while? Nah, man, I've been doing this uh, ever since I got here. Ever since I got to Austin, I've been streaming. I finally had room to do it, so I, I was just like, you know what? I already play all the time. I, this is before I started working for the IRS and, um, um, I got, um, I'm a native American, so I get other income. Oh, so yeah. I, I was able to survive without actually having a job. I could freelance, you know, do freelance art and that would be enough. So I had a lot of free time gaming with my online friends a lot. We would have some really funny moments, really funny where you'd almost pass out like laughing so hard. And I was like, you know what? I should share this with people. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm playing and I'm here doing it, I might as well just stream it and uh, maybe meet some new friends and have a good time doing it. So okay. that's how that kicked off. What, what's your, um, your poison of choice? What, what's your go-to game right now? Um, I'm addicted to Rocket League. I, I, uh-huh. I, I thought so. I've seen a lot of that on your, um, your profile. 
<laughs> yeah, I play a lot of Rocket League and um, just the other games just come in and go. Like I'll play Minecraft for a month, drop it for a couple years, and then go to Ark, play that for a while, drop it. <laughs> just, you know, revisit all the old stuff. Tom Clancy, The Division, the new one's out. Been playing that. Shit, um, yeah, man. I I tried to do something like that. We, um, me and a couple of friends would get together and play Grand Theft Auto, and we just run around just bullshitting or whatever. I, I remember one of the videos that's up on YouTube right now, uh, because we all former uh, military and everything, and we all in there and um guys on the mic talking to I guess like his uh father in law or some shit talking about uh flight plans and. You know, taking a trip and shit. I was like, OPSEC, motherfucker. OPSEC. <laughs> you don't want to know your shit. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a group of people that uh, jump in Grand Theft Auto, too. I haven't played um, in so long. I get bored with it really quick, though. Oh, well, yeah, man. I, I get bo- I get bored with, like, the repetitive missions and whatnot. I mean, you got to go to a bumfuck in the one side of the map, and then you got to bring the goods all the way to the other side of the map and then you got those assholes that just can't leave you alone let you run your missions they want to get in your shit so we just kind of run around and fuck with the cops just uh, see how many stars we can get up and we just stand in the middle of the intersection and just blowing shit up right right <laughs> but damn um, with your streaming and whatnot, I mean do you have some regulars that come back to join you and whatnot? Um, I do have loyal few then come back and I do have some people that'll not visit for a while. They pop in, say hi, won't see them for another couple months. Um, I was doing pretty good for being a small streamer. Then, uh, my house got struck by lightning Oh, and it took out like all of my electronics. So I was out for like three months. And, uh, when I started back up, it was like starting over. Yeah. Shit, man, yeah, that, that ghost got you good, man. It didn't summon lightning down onto your house and shit. <laughs> hey, just lucky the house didn't burn down. Exactly, it, man. It, uh, yeah, it hit the uh, the metal part of the chimney. Oh. Santa was pissed, wasn't he? Oh, I guess. <laughs> man, I'm still dealing with that stuff, though. There's just a big mess going on about that stuff, man. All I can say is, people, if you ever have something fixed, make sure the contractor doesn't fix it before they submit the evidence to your insurance company. The end. Oh, man. We had something similar happen to us not too long ago to where um, a fire started in one of the uh, walls of the house and the fire melted um, water PVC pipe. So the water from the pipes put out the fire and shit. So that's very fortunate, actually. Yeah, I mean, shit. That could have been way bad. Yeah, we got more water damage than fire damage, which you mean in the grand scheme of things, I'm kind of glad it was the water over the fire. Right, right. But yeah, it sucked, man. I had um, we I had saved quite a bit of money to go um, plan some stuff for me and my wife and everybody and everything and then that shit happened and had to give up the cash. <laughs> oh yeah, I know how that is, man. I live in a two-story and um, 
some of my relatives, uh, I don't know what they did, but they flooded the upstairs bathroom. Fuck. <laughs> and I woke up on a Saturday to all the smoke detectors going off. And I'm running all over the place. And I run downstairs. And in the hallway, there's like this steady stream of water coming from one of the smoke detectors. Goddamn. And as I'm standing there looking up, I see the, you know, the plaster starting to peel and the cracks forming on the ceiling. I mean, <laughs> in a matter of seconds, man. Yeah, I mean, that was the same thing that happened in the instance that I was just telling you about, man. I, I woke up and just, you know, five o'clock in the morning, going in the, um, the closet to get my stuff ready for work and my, my socks are soggy. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I walk around to the outside bathroom and it just shit is just raining like Jumanji from the ceiling and shit. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> exactly, man. It's horrible, though. And there's nothing you can do about it but sit there and watch in horror as you're freaking wall cracks and changes colors and yeah i know I, I i immediately ran to the hot water heat and turned all that shit off <laughs> and it was just fucking it's horrible man and then you had to sit there and wait and wait and wait for the motherfuckers to come out there and do the estimate and you know get a contract out there to fix it and all this other bullshit yeah, did, did they do the uh, where they drill the holes in your walls and then yeah, put the, the fans and the yeah. tubes and yeah, kick you out for a week? Yeah, well, we got to stay there, but you know they did they still did all that because most of the stuff was contained. It wasn't. I don't think it was to the extent of what how yours was, but it was pretty much the spare bathroom and the wall on the other side, which was our master closet. So that was the only parts that was really damp and everything. But it fucking sucked. Horrible. Yeah, man. It's Terrible. horrible. Terrible, Terry. Terrible. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, speaking of Marines, uh, do you frequent uh, Instagram? I have an Instagram. Um, it has a couple of silly pictures on there, and that's about it. I I don't really do Instagram that much. I'm looking I, at- I need to. Yeah, you do. Because that's where I, I kind of live there. But um, there's a page. I mean, you might have heard of it called Terminal Lance. I have not. Oh, yeah. You need to look it up. But it's just Marines doing Marine shit. And right now, there is a Marine that is stuck in the porthole over his uh, barracks door. Feet sticking out and everything. And he just uh, pretty much opened the door. It's weird. (laughs) Man. It's typical Marine shit. (laughs) Yeah, man. That takes me back to some stories, man. I used to, man, I used to play tricks on people. Oh, do tell. We were in, uh, all right. So we were doing a port operation in Korea and, uh, you know, there's a handful of us, maybe 10 or 11 Lance corporals were all and one staff sergeant. And we had to live on the flight line in a GP tent mm-hmm. for like a couple of weeks. Been there. You know, we were getting everybody there. And, um, of course we had some air force, one Air Force tent out there, which was rubberized and air conditioned. And then they brought a rec tent that had like a cot, and a, you know, a VCR and a TV in it. And, um, you know, we had porta pods out there, of course. That's what we had to use. And they're just baking in the heat all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one day I decided to wait until one of the fellas went in there and I tied a rope around the porta pod and just let them baste in there for like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. We used to damn shoulder tackle the motherfuckers when somebody was in there taking a shit. 
<laughs> yeah, we rocked it a little bit, you know, and we eventually let them out. Oh yeah, we had um, they, they'll go up there to the um, the exhaust pipe and drop rocks down in it so the water <laughs> splash on them and shit. Oh man, that's, that's messed up. It is, but <laughs> it is it, messed up when it's you. It's not messed up when you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hey, did you ever take like one of the the heating elements and break it apart and put it in like a two liter bottle with oh. a little bit of water? Oh yeah, oh yeah, grenades, man. I did that and I threw it over by the rec tent and my the staff sergeant was in there taking a nap. Oh no. God that I I didn't expect that big of an explosion. But he came out he came running out of there like we were in Pearl Harbor. It was it was pretty good, man. Um what we did is um this is another tip for you. You take the um the, like you were saying, you take the heating element out and uh put it in the bottle. But we didn't use water. We used uh, Tabasco sauce. So it's like, oh my God. so we use a gang of uh, uh, Tabasco sauce and we put in the heating element in there. We top it off. And it's like a motherfucker CS grenade, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. Never thought of that. Yeah. We, we only, the only reason that we thought of it is because we didn't have no water. <laughs> and, like, uh, well, this probably is- the only thing else we used to do to each other is we spent, you know, work. MOS, we spent a lot of times cleaning our weapons down at uh, Supply, and you know those big, uh, those big Q-tips, those wooden ones. Yeah, they have these like super long, like six or seven inch wooden Q-tips that you clean your rifles with. Oh yeah, and we used to take our upper, or we used to take the barrel and um, sharpen the wooden end of the Q-tip on the cement. Yeah, nice point and nice like, shank. Blow dart them at each other. Oh man, that's horrible. <laughs> and they stick you too through your t-shirt and everything. God damn. Hey, we had to do something. We're bored, man. And that, that's the common crux of Marine Corps. You know, we get in trouble all the time because we're bored. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers will tape each other to the wall and shit with duct tape. Yeah, and I got promoted out in the field, out in Korea. Went out there as a PFC and got promoted to a Lance Corporal with everyone else was Lance Corporal. So, yeah, and you can imagine how that went. <laughs> I paid the price, man. Oh, buddy. Man, you know what they did to me one time? I was on leave. And I was like, hey, man, um, you got a promotion warrant here for Corporal. And I was like, if you want it, you got to come back so we can promote you. And I was like, fuck. All right. You know, it was just kind of like one of those leaves to where I was just kind of taking off just to take off. I didn't really, I didn't have no plans or nothing. Yeah. So then um, I come back in off leave. And it was like, all right, here you go. We promoted me in the office. And it was like, all right, we just wanted to promote you before we sent you out to the field. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, how the government do you, though. Yeah, they, they got me good. Yeah, so they corporal me up and sent me to the field for like two weeks. <laughs> So did you go to uh, MCRD or um, were you out in? Uh, yeah, I went to Cali. All right, cool. Yeah, that's where I was too. It's weird though because I'm, you know, I'm from Michigan, so I was closer to the other one. Yeah, I mean they do that every now and then. It's just like um, it, it's a numbers thing. I forgot how they said that it usually goes, but I was on the the west side of the Mississippi, so I went to Cali. Yeah, man, I miss Cali. I spent eighteen years out there. Yeah, see, well, I was on the other end to where I never left the the East Coast. 
for my whole contract. I was in 16 years and I stayed on the East Coast the whole time. I wanted to go to Cali, you know, though I hadn't been there other than the damn, uh, you know, boot camp MCT and motherfucking, uh, tw- you know, fucking 29 Palms and shit for desert training, warfare and all that other crap. <laughs> right. So what com- what company were you in for MCT? Man, I don't even remember. We, Man, we how just, can you we, forget that, though? We just talked about this. I don't remember look, shit that happened yesterday. I remember. Look, I was in hotel hell, man. <laughs> okay, you you don't you don't remember shit you and your wife talking about, but you remember that stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> With selective memory loss. <laughs> yes, definitely is. I got, you know, the thing is, I got to hear it and comprehend what you're saying mm-hmm. to actually remember it. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of like that, too. It's just like I don't remember it right off the bat but like once you start filling in the blanks I'm like oh mostly because you told me everything that happened and I'm just <laughs> exactly but yeah dude you're definitely going to have to come hang out when you come to Austin we um, our, our circle of friends is nothing but uh, veterans word okay yeah man because I think there's some other podcasts out there in Austin that I, I know of and whatnot. Now, kind of I'm looking for an excuse to go not only because you know I don't know. I'm just trying to find a way to get up there and kind of make it a thing. You know, I just don't want to be like, hey, wife, I'm going to Austin. See you in a couple of days. You know, I just want to be like, all right, I'm going to do this thing and whatnot. I got to account for something. (laughs) Yeah, man, we got a cool group of people from all branches. Matter of fact, one of them followed me out here. Oh. Um, this guy I knew from Cali, right? So you thought it was the ghost. It was him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Check it out. Check it out. We met him in Cali. Me and my wife met him in Cali. Um, and well, she met him first because he was a he was a bouncer at one of the um, the bars that she would go to. I didn't do karaoke back then. It took me like years before you know I finally was like, all right, I'll go and do it. Whatever. Yeah. But um. And we end up being like best friends, but, um, (laughs) and he's still pissed at me about this, but when we left Cali, I guess I didn't, I couldn't get a hold of him. I mean, we had a big party. We had like 70 people show up at this huge going away party they they had for us. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I told him, look, dude, I tried to call you. I couldn't get a hold of you, you know? So he didn't even know we left until after we were gone. Nah. (laughs) And the funny part was we were out here not even a year, man, not even a year. And uh, my wife is in one of her groups and here's this voice. And she's like, I remember that voice. And here here's my buddy Gray. He was in the same group out here in Texas. Yeah, damn. And I guess he's from Longview. So, um, but he moved out here and didn't realize that we were out here. Like he didn't know where we moved, so it's crazy. He's meant to be your buddy. Yeah, I guess so, man. Yeah, but um, what what what's your other peak? The, the tattooing thing. You went, you did the airbrushing first. You, you got the streaming thing going on on the back end. How how did the tattoo stuff come in before we wrap down? <sighs> tattoo stuff, man. It's just like a thing I was dabbling in. My wife. It's more my wife's idea. Mm-hmm. I was like. Get that free work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did get some free work. But, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, uh, 
it's relaxing to do. I didn't know if I could do that to somebody, but it's actually really relaxing to do. I just don't know if that's what I want to do. You know, okay. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do, man. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I'm in the yeah. same boat. I mean, the podcast is like the mainstream thing or whatever, but there's other things that I want to dabble in just like what you're saying. It's just, um, is my interpretation of what I want it to be is what's kind of holding me back. It's just like, I want it to be perfect when I start. So I got to have this, 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 and this. I'm going to do this, this, and this instead of just jumping in and doing it like how I started the podcast. You know, exactly, man. I even, I even like considered right starting to write again. I used to, <laughs> I used to be in a rap group when I was like 15. Go ahead. Spit some bars. I'm not going to spit no bars. Man, you do carry not my stuff. You can do so karaoke. I don't want to like, <laughs> But you can't. You want me to do like some uh, digital underground or something? No, no, no. You you ain't got no original works and then. No, man. I haven't. Look, I haven't wrote it. I haven't written anything down since like I was fifteen. Okay. All right. So you you got a little bit of time between that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we used to free freestyle in uh, MOS school while we were waiting for the next bird to come in. Okay. But beyond that, man. Well, this is your project. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get you back into the groove. I mean, you ain't gotta do it right now. Right now, I ain't gonna put you on the spot like that. But damn, I'm always looking for new intros for the show. It's just um, since this is the random rounds with Rob, I have like six different show intros. So you get them at random. You never know which show intro you're gonna get. Oh, so, I got you. So I need to add something more to it. I mean, it it doesn't have to be your best. It can be your worst if you want it to be. I don't care. I just need something random. It'll never be my best or my worst, man, because I won't put my worst out there. Uh-huh. I'm I'm a perfectionist, man. I, I just, yeah, I won't do it. Sure. But yeah, definitely, man. It sounds like a good idea. Yeah, It'll man. get me started again. Yeah, I'm here to help you, dope. Yeah, I had a, it was a producer approach me at the, at the place we do karaoke. And that's what started making me think about doing it again. I was checking out because they wanted me to come to a gig that they were doing the next day. And I, I looked into them that night and I was like, no, nah, that's not my group of people right there. <laughs> it was like some country trap music stuff. And well, nah, I mean, that's what's in right now, man. That's <laughs> not. No, man, you heard the old town road, huh? No, no. This was a bunch of white dudes with uh, rebel flags. And oh, OK. All right. Well, there's something different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I fit in with you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, I, I looked up some stuff that had to do with their manager and wasn't liking what I was hearing. So I didn't even want to get mixed up with that crowd. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Go what you get. But it did let me know, look, if I wanted to do it myself, I could. And like, just let me know that, hey, you still got it. So, yeah, <laughs> you still got it. Used to. Do you like wrestling? I mean, we, the, the wrestling dude came up. I mean, do you even watch? <laughs> I don't watch it anymore. Okay. But let's let's jump in the time machine, man. Let's go back to like 1984, 85. Okay. You know, I'm you know I'm in fifth grade, fourth fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a wrestler. Me and my best friend at the time, British Bulldogs. Oh yeah, and. Um, we would have matches at recess. I mean, we were organized too, man. We had like already set up matches. We had cards going into recess and who we were going to wrestle. <laughs> and we were actually trying to hurt each other. Figure four, leg locks, drop kicks, whatever. We were really, you know, doing it. 
people would be crying like every recess too. Why y'all want to hurt each other, man? That ain't cool. Wrestling is about the art, not the pain. <laughs> My love was, you know, it was fun though. We had fun. Yeah. But yeah, I watched it for a really long time and um I haven't I haven't met Goldberg. What? Um Tell that story. We lived in Cali, and um, me and my wife worked out, like, all the time, every day, three hours a day, except for on Sundays. And uh, one of the new gyms we were going to, it's it wasn't a franchise gym. It was down in the valley in, um, you know, Southern California. And um, we had a trainer. He had his own little room in the back, and we were in there talking to him. And I, someone taps me on the shoulder and says, uh, excuse me, big guy. I think someone trying to go by me and I turn around and I'm looking at this dude's chest because he's like super tall. Yeah. And it's Goldberg. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. <laughs> but dude is awesome. You know, he's really, he's a really nice guy. Um, yeah. He doesn't carry around like a biggie or anything. Very personable. You can walk up to him, you know, just strike up a conversation in the gym. Yeah. He's, he's pretty cool. I don't know what I would do. I met Goldberg in real life. Uh, Man, I seen him working out like he was doing his delts. Yeah. And uh, he was doing it on the machine that you usually do squats. You know, the the machine where the bar is kind of like locked in. So you turn it and it will lock so it doesn't come down any further. Yeah. Well, he was using that and he had 45 plates like stacked to the end of the bar. Shit. And he was doing shoulder shrugs. And every time he would like shrug up. Like the front of the machine would actually come up off the ground. Like two of the legs would come up. It was crazy. Not enough weight, man. Yeah, not enough weight. I offered to go stand on you know the bar for him. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you just want us to sit on that. Yeah. But yeah, man. But yeah, you know, me and my friend. We even went as far as, uh, you know, we were the British Bulldogs, you know, back in fifth grade. So we got those. We had the same shoe size. We got the Reeboks, the white Reeboks with the, I got the white and red and he got the white and blue. We trade one shoe. (laughs) Oh, man, that's good, man. I'm still mad about it. I'm mad about a lot of things from my past, but we had a videotape circulating around to where we was uh, wrestling and whatnot. And um, it got erased, and I'm I'm sad about it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could find a lot of the like cassette tapes that uh, me and my best friend did. We come up with parody shows, and you know, not much to do back then. You didn't have the internet, so we come up with parody shows and put it on tape. It was some funny stuff, man. I wish I wish I could have those right now. Yeah, it's just like I—I I wish I knew then. I mean, we all said I wish I knew then what I knew, not, what I know now, because I would have kept a lot of shit, man. Matter of fact, um, I went home not too long ago to where I'm from, and um, we was tearing down an old storage shed on um the back of my mom's and them property, and uh, we're just going through a whole bunch of shit that they had in the shed, throwing out trash and all kind of stuff, and um, I found a box of boxes <laughs> that I, I used to I used to keep everything man it's just like old Nintendo 64 controllers the Nintendo 64 box 
I freaking had a copy of NBA Live 99 for computer or some shit. You know, it was just all the boxes from all the things I had inside of another box. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably at my mother's house, there's all kinds of stuff that I still I probably still have empty beer bottles from when I was a teenager <laughs> around there somewhere, you know? Yeah, because that was those conquest years. It's like mm-hmm. I conquered all these motherfuckers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My mom told me a story once, you know, she openly knows that. Yeah, I drank back then. But uh, <laughs> I had one of those, uh, you know, king size water beds. Yeah. And it had like the six door underdressers yep. on each side. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess she went in my room one one day. She told me the story. She went in my room one day and opened up one of the drawers and it was full of beer bottles, like standing up the whole drawer. And she was like, well, shit, I'm going to drink one. And she grabbed one and it was empty because mm-hmm. we, I, you know, I popped the tops back on Yeah. after I drank it. And, uh, and then she realized they're all empty. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just Jack and Coke, man. <laughs> yeah. It was, I remember those. Um, you So you had the, the big brown wood waterbed frame. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, big- and I had the I had the like the deluxe one. They had like the paddings that ran up the side, and then yeah. the corner seat padded little corner seats at the end. Yeah, with the mirrored headboard. I was just about that. Yeah, the mirror, man. Oh man, my mama and them they had that same one. And um, even after they got rid of the um the waterbed mattress, they just put they just sunk another regular mattress in there, and they kept that thing for years, man. I used to hide all kind of toys up under the little drawers like I used talking about yep. and everything. I, and I think I almost shot my mom once. Uh, my dad had his gun under there and I was being a little kid digging around in there and I pulled the gun and I was like, hey mom, look at this and pointing it at her and shit and she beat my ass. So <laughs> Much deserve it though. I mean, <laughs> I almost shot her. So. Right, right. So. It's crazy, man. Those, those old beds. It's hard to believe. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't trust to put one of those on the second story. I mean, imagine how much that weighs. That's a lot. Mm-mm. No, and shit. Yeah, man. Just to break it down in all those little pieces and try to drag it up. Nah, fuck that. I just had to sit in the living room somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But damn, uh, what you got next on your agenda, man? You know, I mean, you're already a tattoo artist. You're a freaking... 3D model of which we didn't get into, but I imagine that you're pretty good at that as well. But like, what's the next conquest for you besides podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know I was gonna say that? Yeah. Um. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get back more into my art again. Mm-hmm. Um. I've been just I've been slacking. Yeah. And uh, I just need to get back into it, man. Actually, one of my viewers bought me a 3D printer. What? Hold on. And, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This from your your video twitching stuff. Twitch, Twitch, yeah. So, what you mean to tell me? What you trying to tell me is that people like to you playing video games so much that they bought you a three D motherfucking printer. Well, yeah. Well, shit, man. See, I'm doing it I, all I, wrong. I pitched it though. <laughs> I pitched it. See, here's what. It, here's okay. the deal. Oh, you got to have I'm an angle. My, I'm a, I got an idea, and I'm gonna throw it out there. You got an angle, all and. Right. Yeah, yeah. See, this is this is kind of like my new. Well, I do have a new conquest, actually. Here we go. Um, <laughs> so now that I have a three D printer, I was like, "Cool, I can start making props for cosplay." 
Ah, yeah. Okay. And then I start watching videos and they make stuff out of the foam and stuff. And I'm like, cool, because, you know, I can airbrush. So yeah, that, I already got that aspect down. Mm-hmm. But the whole the whole thing about the 3D printer came about with this crazy ass idea I got. Um, are you familiar with like anime stuff? Yeah, to a lesser extent, but I, I know of it. But okay, you, you know what a Gundam is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you know those Gundam models that you can get? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have like a billion pieces. And yeah. okay, so here's what I'm going to do. And I don't even know how long it's going to take me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to 3D model every piece of the model. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to scale it up and print it each piece. And then I'm going to build the model. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a human sized Gundam model. Oh, snap. All right. I got you. So you're going to build like for people size. All right. People size Gundam model. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and then I'm going to rig it with like LED lights and all that stuff. And I'm, I plan on blogging it or vlogging it or however, something. However the young kids do it these days. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I didn't even have a Twitter account until I started streaming. Yeah. Back in the day when Twitter first came out, I was like, God, Twitter's so stupid. I thought so, too. Then I got in trouble on it. Then I had to leave it. Then I came back. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I got a YouTube, a Twitter, Instagram, pretty much all at the same time mm-hmm. when I got my Twitch. But yeah, I mean, so I, I'm I'm ready to see that documentary. I want to see the Gundam come to life. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot of work. I didn't plan on modeling each piece. I I thought I could possibly scan in the pieces and then just resize them, but yeah. It's the, not going to work that way. Like that. <laughs> I'm going to have to model it by hand and that's fine because I like I like doing 3D models. If I could, you know, get a job doing it constantly, I'd probably like it for two weeks and get bored of it. But, you know, just like anything else. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely, man, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to get that done. For sure. So um, where can the good people of the interwebs find you doing such things as a freaking Twitch streaming and doing your arts and whatever have you. Uh, it's uh twitch.tv slash leatherneck underscore zero four eight one. I know it's a mouthful, but that's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. And I Twitch, um, right now I'm streaming mainly on Friday nights. Um, but I am going to, I think I'm going to switch it up, do a couple days a week. Uh, beyond Friday, probably Monday and Tuesday and Thursday, maybe Wednesday, maybe all week. I don't know. Uh, they can get me on YouTube, uh, leatherneck underscore 0481 again. I got a couple things on there. What I didn't mention to you is, um, I also have a HTC Vive, so I've, I've done like artwork in virtual reality. Oh, snap. And um, those pieces, I have like um, some stuff that I've done on my YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Um, I was shocked. I went to my YouTube page today and I haven't been there in a really long time. And I had like 600 and 500 views on a couple of my videos, which blew my mind because, you know, I got like only a handful of stuff on there. Yeah. It's kind of like a derelict YouTube page right now. Um, this It's kind of like my next project is just to keep, try to get at, more active on everything. Yeah. And uh, start pumping out more art, get art out there. Uh, Twitter at uh, Leatherneck 
underscore zero four eight one. But it's Lev R L E A T H. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> neck because it was just too long. They, it was one letter too long. So yeah, I couldn't do that. That's the same thing. Um, I got a a wrestling podcast that I do, and it's called Wrestling Is Trash. So I tried to put that all in on Twitter, and I got everything in there. So except for the S or you know or the G or whatever the H, it's right. one letter off. So is Wrestling B trash now? <laughs> <laughs> and then Instagram zero four eight one Leatherneck is my Instagram right now. There's just like a couple of silly pictures of me and my wife on there. Um, but I do plan on putting up some artwork. Uh, so just come back every now and then and just check up on it and see if I've posted anything. That's probably where I'll put the whole Gundam. Yeah. Blog, blog, whatever. That's probably the best place for it. Yeah. And then that's, that's pretty much all I have for social media. What was the Instagram one again? It's uh, 0481 Leatherneck. Oh, so it's reverse. All right. Yeah, it's reverse. No underscore. And I just did that because Leatherneck was taken already. Yeah, I just everything, looked at so, it. Yeah. Yeah, them sorry bastards. Sorry bastards. Them yeah, cause, bastards. Because I, I, can, I can get into a rant about that all goddamn day. There's a motherfucker. Oh, I know. I know. I heard. Oh, look, remember, I've been, I've been watching, man. I've been paying attention. Nice. Just like you had a guest that, uh, you know, his favorite team is Detroit Lions. Uh-huh. See, yeah. A couple yeah. weeks ago. And Mr. I was like, yeah, I'm right there, man. Detroit Lions, Red Wings, Michigan Wolverines. I'm all about it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all about an underdog. Because uh, the Saints was one at one time. I mean, they still are, but still. Right, right. They made it there. They made it to the promised land at least once in my lifetime. <laughs> so I ha- I have that same, uh, I-, I guess I'm, I'm going to send those same good vibes to you. Maybe your, your lines will get there one day. Man, hopefully one day, like before I die would be nice. Yeah. I said the same thing about just the Saints. Just get there, you know. Yeah. You don't even have to win. Just get there. Yeah. I, don't- I said the same thing about the Saints, man. I was like, I just want to see them win one time in my lifetime. And I was just talking to uh, one of my online friends earlier before we started. And, uh, you know, we were talking about me getting back into my, you know, start pushing art more. And uh, I was telling him about this uh, fortune cookie that I that I got. God, it was probably like six months ago. Right. And I, and I kept the fortune and I'm going to tape it to my monitor because it says uh, use your talents. That's what they are intended for. True. So, yeah, I kept that one. Yeah, and you should do it. Yeah, I should. Yeah, do that my shit. Procrastination for my mama. I yeah. put my procrastination in my mama name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, shit, man. I, I that's what this podcast done for me, man. It just it took me away from that, and uh, you know, it kept me going, and it uh, you know, it 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 turned into something else. You know, it just like. Oh uh, man, if I can keep up with this, you know, do at least one episode a week, you know, that'd be cool. And it just kind of been hanging in there. 170 some episodes later without a beat, man. I, I haven't missed a week since I started. That's awesome, man. I, you know, I wish I could be that consistent with stuff and hopefully I can get there. You can do it. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> just do it like Nike. Just do it. Just do that shit. Yeah. But uh, we're going to go ahead and put a pin in it, man. You don't got your social media out of the way and whatnot. I appreciate you for spending your time with me for this past hour or so. 
Oh man, it was a pleasure, man. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime. Hey, you know what? I might have to. What, what's your? Um, you got PlayStation, or Xbox, or you do it on the computer? What you? What you streaming with? I'm I'm a PC PC Damn guy. You. I can't do I can't do shit with that. <laughs> I I do have a PS4 and I do have an Xbox and I have streamed the and you do have dogs, dogs. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do stream from the PS4 every now and then if I find a game worthy of doing it. So. But yeah, my, mainly PC. Okay, so then um, I don't know. We we might have to make a, a game date one day so I can bust your ass in something, or maybe not. <laughs> anytime, man. Sure. Right. You can you can hit me up anytime. If you oh. need some airbrush, hit me up. I'll hook it up, or um, even digital art, like logos. I love doing logos. Oh shit! Well, I'm so- I'm always in need of a good logo. <laughs> yeah. But we, we we clear, so I mean, this is just bonus material now. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. But yeah, man, you know, and yeah, anything you need, man, just I can help you out. Sure. They got a dude. Um, I'm a. I just followed you on Instagram, so you have my account. But there's a dude on Instagram that you should look up. He do um, you know, the pop vinyls and shit, right? Uh, his uh, Instagram is uh, Ben's B-E-N-Z Pops let me let me just see if let me verify that yeah it's Ben's underscore custom underscore Pops and that dude do some crazy ass shit man you, you should look him up alright I, I just wrote it down oh and another thing I was trying to think of uh, getting into was Man, before before the IRS job, I tried to get this job. Um, you know, I was looking at uh, like Craigslist and stuff, trying to find jobs. And uh, there was this military guy that had a company doing these custom axes. Mm-hmm. You know, they come in a nice box and it has like the American flag on it. And the axe head is engraved and yeah. goes down the handle. Well, I'd be do- doing the engraving. Yeah. And me, knowing that I could do it. But I've never done it before. I mean, I've done wood burning. I know I have a steady hand. I know I have the ta- you know the artistic talent to do it. Yeah. But he just didn't give me the shot at it. But you know, it's all right. Um, I almost started my own axe thing in my own garage <laughs> after that, and then then there was the time where I wanted to be like get better in photography, so I got a, a really nice camera too. And I forgot where I was going with this. <sighs> to Some be honest, stuff you wanted to try. <laughs> yeah, there was something. Else. There was somewhere I was going with that, man. I just, just drew a blank. Well, anyways, man. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I get into. Word. But yeah, I mean, I got cameras all over this motherfucker right now. I got one here on the floor by my feet. I got one up here sitting on the shelf. I damn, I bought a gimbal for my my phone. I got all kind of equipment. Uh, I'm just like looking for something to do with it now. <laughs> yeah, man, I got that's that's like sounds like me with microphones. <laughs> I got a crap ton of microphones just sitting on my shelves. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just I tend to stick to my Audio Technica. Yeah, that's that's nice what one. I got right now. Yep, I love my Audio Technica, yeah, and I just ordered some. Oh man, I've been waiting for these for years. Like going back to the uh, virtual reality thing, mm-hmm. like 
I don't know if you've seen the Vive controllers, but they're kind of big and you got to hang on to them and they're a little clunky. But you know what? They're very durable because I have hit the wall. I have hit the ceiling fan when it was on and and they stayed together. But pre-ordered the knuckles. These controllers stay on your hand if you open up your hand and they track your finger movement. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like the keyboard joints. So if you're going to pick up a grenade, you can actually reach down and open your hand and grab the grenade, like physically open your hand and grab. Yeah. And you'll pick up the game or the grenade in game. And you can throw it by, you know, throw motion, release your hand. Beautiful. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that's I guess that's the, the next step. Yeah, it is the next step. And um I'm I'm still waiting for a really good uh uh, 3D modeling program for VR. There's a couple for the HTC Vive that are okay. Uh, there's a really good one for the Oculus Rift. Uh, but yeah, I have the HTC, so. Yeah. I, I, just, okay. I just recently bought a, um, a 360 camera. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was um the freaking uh, Samsung Gear 360. Nice. It uh wound up it went on sale for like eighty nine bucks. I was like, Yeah, I get that shit. <laughs> I have like a GoPro laying around here somewhere that I never use. Yeah, that's the same. I got um it's not a actual GoPro, but it's that style of camera is like Yeah, yeah, mine's a cheap knockoff. Yeah, I got the sharper image joint. <laughs> yep. And um I had that shit for a while. It was pretty cool. They're making and a, then I, they're making I have a, a computer I just built sitting behind me on another desk or a table. And I don't know. I haven't. My friends are just giving me shit because I haven't hooked it up yet. That, that's what I need. I need another motherfucking computer. I'm just working with these piece of shit laptops that I got right here. And I, got, I can't say it too loud because it might hear me. But <laughs> <laughs> I worked overtime for like three months to save up enough money to to get the pieces so I could build this thing. Yeah. That's kind of what I wanted to do. But then I look at it and I was like, just the freaking processes is like 400, $500 that I want. Then I was like, yeah, that's half of a computer that's already built. Let me guess you want now. I'm going to be a psychic here. Okay. Uh, I nine 9,900 K. I, I, you know, in all fairness, I do want that, but I've just been eyeing the i seven eighty seven hundred. Well, the i the i nine was just on sale, man, for like four ninety four. Ah, uh, well, like I said, man, I I mean, I I can get buyer's remorse real quick. I spend money on shit, and I'll be like, I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, I had the money, and I was like getting ready to spend it, and I'm like, man, this could get me um a hard top from a Jeep. Yeah, and I can. This I'll, could get me, uh, you know, this thing I want over here. Yeah, it was, it was, it was difficult. I know, man. I get that. I get stuff like that and be like, "Fuck, man!" You know how much little shit I could have bought with all this? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I'm, I saved this money to buy this one thing when I could have got like ten or eleven other things. Yeah, I was really close to just spending it on my Jeep, actually. Man, I, I was sad. Which is a whole nother story. That thing driving me nuts right now. It's been to the shop four times. Engine light still comes on. 
Hey, I got a shitty ass situation with goddamn um, Safe Light. Shitty ass motherfuckers. Goddamn um, window. Freaking, um, what's that shit? Right. I've had them, I've had them replace windows or fix cracks. Well, no, it's not the window. It was the freaking, uh, the motor and the fucking driver side door. Bitch just, you know, shit the bed or whatever. My window just dropped down and it just didn't want to come up or go down or whatever. Oh, man. So they came, they replaced the regulator. And when the motherfucker replaced the regulator, he messed up my goddamn buttons on my goddamn uh, console for the, you know, the window controls. So I went back to them. I was like, hey, man, he replaced the shit in here and he fucked up my buttons. Oh, well, we didn't fix that. We just fixed the regulator. So you're covered on the regulator, but not those buttons. I was like, oh, man. I was like, you son of a bitch. All right. So I dealt with it or whatever. And just the other day, motherfucking same thing happened. Window went down, didn't want to go back up or nothing. So I'm like, son of a bitch, man. I called Safe Light. So, hey, man, y'all just put this regulator in my goddamn door and it's already broke again. He's like, man, you ain't even had it a whole five months yet. It shouldn't be the regulator. And it was like, well, oh, my God. And it was just like, well, um, when the next time can you come by a shop or we can set you up for a mobile team? I was like, well, I'm off on Wednesday. I can come to you. And um, it was like, we'll look at it. And um, we don't have the part on hand. So if we have to order another one, it'll be another date. But if you bring the vehicle by the shop, we'll lock your window in place or we'll uh, crash wrap it or whatever. So no rain or nothing to get in it. Now, this is the their customer service line telling me to come by the shop so they can do that for me. So I go there Wednesday. I was like, hey, um, your people said come here, see what's up with my window, yada, 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 yada. And it was like, well, you're going to need an appointment for that. I said, what? I said, your people told me to come here. And I said, so why would they tell me to come here to get this shit done knowing that I need an appointment and you know I'm not going to yell at her because it's not her fault it's her right problem. right but it's pissing me off so she went in the back she got somebody to come look at it and she's like well if they have to open the door panel and everything they're going to have to um, we're going to have to schedule an appointment there's no way around it I was like whatever I mean just can somebody just come look at this shit tell me what's wrong so the yep. dude, dude went out there he uh, turned the car on. He pressed the buttons on the console or whatever. He heard the shit moving around and clicking. He said, yeah, man, it's the fucking regulator. <laughs> said, well, no, duh. I said, no shit. I know what the regulator is. I want you to just prop my window in place. Tell you I can get another part. I know what the fuck is wrong with it. I just need somebody to fix this window so I don't get rained on. And it was like, oh, yeah, man, we can't do that without an appointment. I was like, you're, you're fucking kidding me, man. <laughs> so that was on a when, That's when you want to just choke him in front of Jesus, right? Yeah, so that was on a Wednesday. Damn, it's like they couldn't get anybody to do shit about the window with the part until fucking Monday, which is today. <laughs> oh, my God. So, all right, this whole time from then on now, I found some way to Jimmy rig the, the window up in the up position. I stuck a goddamn putty knife in the side to try to keep the window from sliding down. But damn, you know, just driving back and forth on the highway out here. Right. The motherfucker right. just kind of slowly sit down until I was like, fuck it. So dude come out there today. I told him all the shit that was wrong with it. You know, he seemed sincere and whatnot. He he, he did he did his job. So he's like, all right, well, um, when it works, he showed me, he pressed the buttons. They go up, they go down. He's like, um, well, you know, he's trying to show me that the door is locked and everything, but the door was open. He's like, well, you know, 
it won't do it while the door is open. Once you close the doors, you, you know, you can unlock and unlock the buttons or whatever, you know, common sense shit. So I was like, all right, cool. I appreciate you. Motherfucker left. I got in the car and went to the store and, you know, ran a couple of errands and everything, you know, didn't think nothing about it. I raised the window up and down, just make sure that shit was working right. Right. And then um, I go to the bank and uh, my car got to push to start. So, you know, I got, to, I could start it from the key five, and, you know, let it run before I get in it. So I'm right. in the bank and, you know, I start the car up and um, he was out there running and everything. I go and when it's running, the doors are locked. So I go out there, not even thinking about it. And I've done this before, before this even happened. You know, I would go pull the handle. I was like, oh, shit, it ain't going to open. It's locked. No shit. I pulled it and the door came open. Alarm start going off and everything or whatever. I was like, what the fuck? So, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. Turn the alarm off, get it. I go to the store. I lock, I get out, I lock the door and I pull the handle. And, and it opened. And it opened. Why it's supposed to be locked. I was like, this motherfucker done fucked up my door again. <laughs> God. So now I got to deal with safe light ass again to unfuck my shit. <laughs> See, you just made my, my problem just seem so, you know, just a little problem. It's just, it's just the light, man. It's look. All right. So the last time, like I, they fixed it twice and it came back on. Um, last time they fixed it, I didn't drive it the entire weekend and I hopped in, you know, first thing Monday, turned it on, boom, light came on. I was like, Hey, whatever. Now the gas, now it says gas cap and the lights on. I put three different gas caps on it. It still says gas cap. Mm-hmm. It just won't stop. And it's just annoying. But, you know, you're talking about the uh, it not being the lady's fault. And I, I got a new appreciation for customer service people. Mm. Um, you know, I, I work seasonally at the IRS, so I only, you know, work like six months. And they ask you if you want to volunteer for FEMA. And I did. And so last summer I worked for FEMA for a couple of weeks answering phone calls. And that was that just brought a whole new perspective to uh, Mm -hmm. customer service to me. So I try to be really nice and patient with people now. Yeah. Shit, man. I I can't. uh, I'm angry thinking about it. (laughs) Man. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that's rough. Luckily, the people I work with, um, you know, that I take my Jeep to, they're like, oh, yeah, okay, well, you know. Just bring it in. They've replaced like three other things on it and haven't even charged me for it yeah. because they're just trying to get to the bottom of it. You know, they're slow and they don't call you. But you know, it's like a mom and pop's place. But when you get that bill, you're you go, oh, that's why I keep coming here <laughs> until then. You're, you're like ranting. Yeah. Oh. Well, shit, man. I got to go ahead and get some things done and whatnot. But once again, appreciate your time, homeboy. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. It was anytime, like I said. And anytime they, you need a feeling, guest, let me know. For sure. And I'll they, be there. And they just introduced a new belt called the 24-7 Championship. Oh, really? Yeah. Presented by Mick Foley. So it's like the um, old school hardcore title where you can it's defended 24-7. <laughs> Dude. The picture that just popped in my head, just the worst, man. Imagine him sitting on the toilet and they just bust in there. He's taking a dump. Well, they had something similar to that. Well, not 
motherfucker in the bathroom or nothing like that, but they had people that were sleeping and they would <laughs> they sneak in there and pin them while they sleep. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. 24-7 belt. Yeah. And that's that's what they call it, the 24-7 championship. And the belt looked like it looked like a boxing belt. It's round, it's green, got 24-7 and yellow on it. If only me and my friends would have thought of that back in the day. Mm-hmm. That could have been fun. Yeah. Like back in high school or something. I said, you can do it. You can still do it. It's never too late. <laughs> well, it's kind of boring when, you know, most of your friends are online because they can't pin you. <laughs> you can do meetups. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Vegas meetup, 24-7 championship belt for the entire weekend. I actually know some Man, I actually you'd know be some, going to jail. Yeah, I actually knew some people who, who were doing that. Like, um, they would do that for uh, WrestleMania weekend or whatever. They all go to WrestleMania. And they'll meet up and they'll have a belt and they'll be 24-7 rules. I only went to uh, one WW. Back then it was WWF. I went to one of those. It was really cool. Yeah, I try to, I'm trying to go all the times. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard. See, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm telling you these things, but you already know. Yeah, because, you know, I hey, look, I wanted to know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> so I was like, first of all, I didn't really know what a podcast was about. So I was like, well, let me. And even before I said yes, I, I listened to one of your podcasts first. Okay. Yeah. Just to see. That's usually how I scare people off. And then I was like, yeah, I was like uh, kind of scared to do it and just went ahead and did it anyways. I was like, don't oh, screw it. I'm gonna I'm just gonna do it. Because yeah. I was like freaking out, man. You freaked me out. Yeah. Like the entire day I was at work just freaking out. I was like, what the hell am I gonna talk about? What are we gonna talk about? Don't be scared. You just <laughs> wanna know about military? And I was like, I don't even know how the hell they got a hold of me. <laughs> and yeah, so I was I was freaking the hell out, man. I didn't know what you know how it was gonna go. And now you know. And knowing it's yeah. not the battle. Well, man, you know, this whole experience as far as streaming, it's it's made me a little bit um, more talkative and a little bit more personable. Yeah. I used to be one of the people that did not like people, did not like talking to people, didn't want to be around people. And I don't know, man, streaming has actually helped with that a lot. Yeah, I can understand. I mean, because uh, that's kind of how it was toward the uh into my military stuff because like they uh, sent me to Fort Linwood and damn um, they made me an instructor so I had to speak in front of people all the time right so it made me a better public person speaker thingy see I can't even say words right <laughs> yeah man I run from public speaking like like it's the plague yeah I mean if, if I'm left to my own devices I mean I have no problem doing it but it's usually when I have a script or something that I kind of, uh, but yeah, I mean, you just let me stand up there and shoot the shit. I got it. So how was your, uh, your comic Palooza? I, mean, I, I listened to the, the podcast. Oh man, that shit so. was fun, man. The whole weekend was fun. I never did anything like that before. I mean, I went to, that was like my first, you know, I, comic book convention. I went to a wrestling convention you know, WrestleCon uh, is right. attached to WrestleMania or whatever. I've been to one of those, but like, this is my first comic 
um, convention, comic book convention ever. And it, that whole weekend was fun. It was fucking great. I went to my first one um, here in Austin this uh, this past year. What's the name my, of that? Uh, God, what was it? Uh, man, I don't even remember. But, oh, here. I got the flyer right here. Whatever it's called. Uh, just Greater Austin Comic Con. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, I got one that's coming out there. I don't know if it's in Austin or San Antonio, but it's like the Fan Fest or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, that's in San Antonio. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm- I was thinking about trying to go to that. But the thing is, I spend way too much money at those places. Yeah. I was trying to get in on it as a, you know, press or whatever, but I, I emailed and I talked to nobody trying to get in contact with me. Can't get a hold of nobody. Yeah, they got like, uh, they're going to have. Aquaman there. Yeah, they, they're going to have Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, all them wrestling motherfuckers over there. <laughs> I showed I showed my mom the flyer. I showed my mother-in-law the flyer that, that they're going to have Aquaman there. And she was like, oh, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, I did it now. Yeah, I, I don't know if you heard it on the show or whatever, but damn, they had a dude that came down here to this comic palooza because uh, Amelia Clark was there. You know, Khaleesi, goddamn Game of Thrones lady. Uh huh. And I told him about it. He knew he didn't know nothing about the event. The same day I told him, the same day he bought a hotel, plane tickets, and her meet and greet pass to come out here all the way from Philadelphia to meet her ass. Now I'm gonna say this, and you know I, I heard you dogging these people on on one of your podcasts. Oh, dogging somebody? What I say? But I'm gonna say it. But I don't mean it like everybody else says it. I'm not saying it for attention. But I wouldn't have known who you were talking about. <laughs> Unless you had to explain she was on Game of Thrones because it's not something I okay, particularly yeah. watch. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Cause like, and it's not, you know, it's just, it's the same. It was the same deal with uh, the new Battlestar Galactica that came out. Mm-hmm. It's just something about the, I don't know, it's just something about them. They're like too political driven. Yeah. For me, too many our city is trying to conquest another city type thing. And that's, I don't know. It just turns me off. Yeah, I can get that, which I was really disappointed because I really wanted to get into the Battlestar Galactica when I came back out. Cause I watched it as a kid. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I never got into that either, but I know What's what it is. With I, you? I know what it is. I just never watched it. You know? What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. But yeah, damn. you know, back when there was four channels on the TV and you had to get up to turn the channel. Yeah. Yeah. Remember those days. But once again, for the fifth time, I need to go. <laughs> All right, man. All right. All right. Take it easy, man. All right. You too, man. All right. Thanks a lot. And that is another episode in the books, everybody. As you can tell from a lot of the content that we spoke about, it was kind of dated. What I was saying last week, I had a ass load of interviews that I had bulk and whatnot. And I was just releasing them, you know, at my leisure and whatnot. I've been working a lot more lately and everything and handling some personal stuff. So this is the method that works best for me. But now um, you'll hear a little bit of a difference in some of the content that's coming out here because it's time to bulk up again, baby. Um, September 1st is today as I record this. And 
a lot of things going on in September. My wife becomes a police officer. My wife turns 40. We are celebrating our, what, 11th anniversary. So a lot of things are going down in the month of September and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm going to be all over the place doing things and trying to get stuff tied off because we, we, we moving in the shaking, baby. So um, shout out to the homie Dave and everything. It was just like if you heard this, it was just a, a conversation that people have, you know, you know. He was a former devil dog. I'm a former devil dog. Well, you're never a former anything. You just like, you're not active duty anymore. So another interview plucked from the obscurity of the internet. I seen his uh, USMC logo on his uh, Twitter profile. And I was like, wait a minute. That's a Marine thing. So I had to talk to him. And that's what we did. So it's cool. You already heard him. He going off of the fill-in time spots on the show when I ain't got nobody to record with. So I might have to take him up on that here <laughs> coming up. But great to sit down and chat with a fellow double dog. And um, yeah, giggity goo. Being that it's September 1st and I said there's so many things going on September, the month of September that I'm, I'm jumping through hoops right now to get this done to put out because obviously it is out if you listen to it. I don't know why I say shit like that. But um, this past Saturday, yesterday, um, I was able to hang out with some of the listeners, well, one of the listeners, and he brought an entourage with him uh, of the show. Uh, my homie over there on Twitter at uh, Maximum Carnage HS. I think that stands for Hearthstone. It's a game that they play a lot of. Uh, uh, adamantly, <laughs> I might add and whatnot. You, you would see him on Twitter with the little freaking Hello Kitty profile picture whose name is also Dave too I believe <laughs> you know and it was crazy because like I didn't ask him his name per se I just knew him from the guy from Twitter that we have conversation with so I just went there and we just had conversation like we would on Twitter and not exchanging names and shit I mean obviously you know I'm Rob but I heard the kid say his name so I, <laughs> I was like oh that's his name but hey we had a good time at the Southern Star Brew Uri and um yeah, I mean, might do some more of those, you know, if you're a listener here in the Houston area, you just want to hang out and do some chatting and everything. We were supposed to record a podcast, but when we actually got around to actually saying, hey, let's record some shit. A lot of people showed up to the brew and um, it got crowded and it was kind of loud. So that environment was not conducive to conduct a podcast. So, yeah. Uh, also, happy birthday. Paul Griffin, um, one of the hosts of the RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk. And uh, I was invited to that at Griff's. That's his hangout spot. And um, I, I bought him a universal title to wear because he is the universal champ on his birthday. So not now nah, don't get crazy. Don't think I bought the, the actual replica joint. I went to Walmart, of course, and got that uh, the little kid size belt. <laughs> But uh, shout out to Paul, shout out to both of the Daves and um, everybody that came out to Southern Star and Griff's and whatnot. So got some things to do with September, baby, moving and shaking. But you can follow me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S, I-T-S-B-R-O-B. Uh, you can also follow the show that you're listening to right now on Twitter at 3R Show. You can also watch me walk through the hollowed halls of Walmart on Instagram 
just search the random rounds with Rob or use hashtag three R show or hashtag Walmart log. And um, you can go to randomrobcast.com to find out many ways that you can help support the show to where it's buying merch, uh, Patreon, which I'm about to revamp. I've said it many a times, but I think I got some cool ideas at a very cost effective prices. But it's not all about you spending your money on me. I do very much appreciate you. And right now, as we speak, up until Tuesday, there is a Labor Day sale on randomrobcast.com. You can get 35% off hats and uh, 18% off shirts and 5% off everything else. I'm just throwing that out there. And um, But the most important way that you can help this show and any show that you listen to is writing five-star reviews on any platform that you listen to the podcast on or, you know, liking, sharing, making somebody else listen to the show because you can tell somebody to listen, but if you don't make them listen, if you don't put eyes on them and see them pressing the play button and downloading and subscribing, it was all for naught. So, yeah, write those reviews, baby. I appreciate it if you did. And um, that's about it. I'll see you next time.